chapter 28. I want to read to you a portion of Scripture there. Amen. And I want our hearts and our minds to get in tune with what the Spirit of God has got for us tonight. I feel a beautiful liberty here tonight. Amen. And every night you have been so wonderful to help me preach the Word of God. Amen. And I'm just asking you to keep it up. Hallelujah. Don't just keep it up for me, but you get in the habit of doing it every night around here. You'll do it on Sunday morning for your pastor at home. You'll do it on Sunday night. You'll do it on Wednesday night. Uh, you just get in the habit of preaching with the preacher, and you talk about a wild maniac. You'll drive your preacher flat dab crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, you'll give him high blood pressure. You'll give him more problems than he ever dreamed of trying to preach himself to death with a group of young people that are loving to preach the Word of God. Amen. That's what it's all about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 28, and I want to read the first five verses of that chapter for my Scripture text here tonight. Verse number 1 of the 28th chapter, And when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melita. The barbarous people showed us no little kindness, for they kindled a fire and received us, every one, because of the present rain and because of the cold. Everybody say, because of the cold. Let's say it again. Because of the cold. They kindled the fire because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks, laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat. Everybody say, out of the heat. Out of the heat. Let's say it again. Out of the heat. And fastened on his hand. When the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. Verse number 5, And he shook off the beast into the fire. Everybody say, into the fire. Into the fire and felt no harm. Amen. I want to preach to you tonight the subject, the vipers of your worship. The vipers of your worship. There is some beast that know and desire to stop you. Every time that you decide that you're ready to add to the fire of a Pentecostal church service, every time you make it up in your mind that say, I am going to make a personal contribution to the blaze of glory that I feel around here. There is an enemy that is determined to stop you any way and every way that he can. Let's ask in Jesus' name that God would help us tonight. Mighty God, in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, 
I am asking you, God, uh, you have helped the last two nights, God. Uh, and as I preach to these young people, God, uh, of something that is very, very valuable, God, uh, I pray, God, don't let it be lost in our generation, uh, but allow there to be an understanding uh, of overcoming, God, uh, Oh, the beauty of Pentecostal worship, uh, of the joy, hallelujah, that is brought about uh, by the demonstration of your mighty spirit. I believe you now, God, in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I know that the minute I announced to some of you that I was going to preach on worship tonight, there are always those that are afraid that young people might overdo it just a little bit. There's always those that sit around and are always worried about somebody going just a little bit too far and overdoing it just a bit. I saw a picture in the Los Angeles Times newspaper some time ago that really, really stuck in my mind. It showed the picture of a teenage boy that was totally spaced out of his brain, and he had the look upon him like he was drug in for dead. Uh, the caption under the paper let you to know that this man, a uh, young man, had just broken the world's record uh, for the longest continual dance to rock music. And this young man uh, had danced solid. Don't ask me how he did it. Uh, don't ask me what all he was hiked up on. Uh, but the caption said that he danced solid nonstop uh, for 200 hours. Amen. I want you to think about that. Uh, non-stop. Uh, amen. For about a little over eight days, uh, that fella juked and jived and gyrated uh, under a demonic power, I'm certain, uh, under the power of the devil uh, in his form of worship uh, and adoration unto the God uh, that he served. Uh, and I thought when I read that, uh, I thought, oh God, and there's some folks in Pentecost uh, that are afraid that our young people might overdo it just a little bit. Uh, I'm here to tell you, friend, uh, that you cannot overdo uh, pure and true worship uh, before the throne uh, of your God. Uh, it is time that God's people uh, woke up to realize uh, that every aspect of our Pentecostal heritage uh, is valuable, is important. Uh, we're going to sink our teeth, our fingernails, uh, and our toenails into it. Uh, we're going to latch on, and there ain't no bulldog in or out of hell uh, that's going to pull it away from us. Uh, but one aspect uh, is the godly form uh, of worship and praise and thanksgiving uh, that the enemy is trying his very best uh, 
to tone down and to take away from this beautiful experience that we have had, amen, for many generations now. I want God to raise up uh, among us a generation uh, of Pentecostal young people that are absolutely uninhibited uh, when it comes to worshiping uh, and magnifying and praising uh, the name of their God. Uh, there is something within their heart uh, that refuses uh, to have uh, a backseat attitude. Uh, I looked up recently the meaning uh, of the Scripture in John 4 where it talks about that the Father is seeking true worshipers. Uh, I've always thought that that simply meant uh, when he said true uh, that it was just the opposite of false. Uh, I mean just that they were real. Uh, they were not hypocrites, uh, but they were true worshipers. Uh, but when I got to studying the meaning of that word true, uh, I found out that the word true uh, comes from the root word uh, that means unconcealed, impossible uh, to hide it. Uh, it's absolutely unconcealed. Uh, it's something uh, that they refuse uh, to conceal uh, or to hide uh, down on the inside. Uh, I've heard folks say, uh, oh, you don't understand, uh, but preacher, I was jumping on the inside. Uh, and I thought, you're not a true worshiper uh, because you managed to conceal it. Uh, there was nobody that saw it. Uh, there was nobody that was aware of it. Uh, I've listened to them say, oh, Oh, hallelujah. I just got it. You, you ought to know the dance uh, that I was feeling in my soul uh, while y'all was uh, singing that song. Uh, oh, I got the feeling the dance uh, just way down in my soul. Uh, and I thought, you're not a true worshiper. Uh, you managed to conceal it. Uh, you managed to hide it. Uh, you managed to keep anybody uh, around you uh, from getting any idea of the worship uh, that you felt within your heart. Uh, God is wanting to raise up uh, a generation of true worshipers. Uh, not that are mechanical robots uh, that turn it on and turn it off uh, when somebody tells them, uh, but when the Almighty God uh, begins to nudge them uh, with some form of worship, uh, there's something inside of them uh, that said, I'm sorry, uh, I just can't hide it. Uh, I just can't keep it inside. I just can't conceal it. I am a true worshiper that what I feel on the inside, it just shows all over the outside of me that what God burns within me is an outward expression of worship before God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Bible tells us that worship is always been associated with building a fire. It was God's plan and God's purpose way back in the Old Testament when the first sacrifice in the form of worship was ever introduced to humanity. It was associated with building a fire. There was a fire that God identified 
himself with. Uh, he said, our God is a consuming fire. Elijah on Mount Carmel uh, said, the true God uh, will answer by fire. Uh, God has never been ashamed uh, to identify himself with fire. There was the story in Genesis chapter 22 uh, when Abraham was told to go to the mountain and worship God. Uh, and the Bible lets us to know uh, that Abraham took uh, the fire with him uh, to go yonder unto that mountain and offer his worship and his praise before his God. Uh, he knew that if I am going to worship God, uh, I've got to bring uh, some fire along with me. Uh, in Pentecost uh, that we are approaching the day and the time uh, where if we really want to see uh, the mighty, mighty outpouring uh, of the Spirit of God uh, that God wants to give to us, uh, we're going to have to have some young people uh, that come to church uh, bringing the fire with them. Uh, they're not waiting uh, for a chorus to be sung 32 times uh, before they get a little fire. Uh, but they are committed uh, within their heart uh, that I'm going to church uh, and I am going uh, to be involved uh, in the blaze of the glory uh, of God that is there. Uh, I'm going to bring the fire with me. Uh, I want it there. Uh, there's not one of you young people uh, that enjoy dead church. Uh, there's not one of you uh, that have fun going to church uh, when it's dull and it's boring uh, and nothing's happening. Uh, but there's something about it uh, that when the blaze of the glory of God uh, is burning, uh, you enjoy being there, uh, enjoying the presence of God. Uh, there's a lot of people uh, that enjoy warming by the fire, but they don't enjoy helping build it. You ever been out on a camping trip? And I'm sure you have with all these beautiful woods and scenery and wildlife and all that's around here. Man, I just marveled watching the birds today out there singing. Amen. Down by the riverfront. I thought I live in the only place in the world where birds wake up in the morning coughing instead of singing. Uh, amen. Trying to get some fresh air for them to enjoy. And... Uh, you, you ever been out in the wildlife and you're out there uh, and you're camping out and it's cold? Uh, you're in your tent uh, and there it's time to get up uh, and it's somebody's turn to get out of the sleeping bag uh, and go start the fire over there. Uh, you, you ever go with them losers, uh, you know, the real losers? Uh, they say, oh, I'm, I'm not feeling too good this morning. Uh, why don't you build the fire? Uh, the next morning, oh man, uh, I'm awful sore from yesterday. Uh, why don't you build a fire? Uh, you feel like saying, you crazy rascal. Uh, it's my toes are just as cold as yours. Uh, and you want them snuggled up in the bottom of that sleeping bag uh, just as long as you can get them there. Uh, and it's your turn uh, to help out with the fire. Uh, now listen, we've got to do uh, this thing together. I've watched a lot of church services that go just kind of like that. Uh, 
about the time uh, that you get the fire all built uh, and you get the coffee and the bacon uh, uh, sizzling on the fire. Uh, all of a sudden, that fellow that was so sore uh, and so sleepy uh, and not feeling well, uh, he comes stumbling out uh, over there. Uh, he kicks up by that fire. Uh, he starts warming his toes and his hands. Uh, and he said, hey, man, uh, we're going to have a good day today. Uh, and you think, you rascal, you freeloader, you. Uh, hey, man, don't pull that trick uh, on me anymore. I've seen a lot of church services just like that. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, it's time to build a fire. It's time to have church. Uh, it's time to help some folks uh, receive the Holy Ghost. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, I want to see some folks uh, receive the Holy Ghost tonight. Uh, amen. Uh, amen. Uh, I, I wonder how many there are uh, of you campers uh, that as of yet have not received the Holy Ghost uh, and you'd like to get it tonight. Uh, amen. Would you slip up your hand? Uh, amen. Of you campers, come on, slip it up high so we can count them. Uh, amen. Right there they are. Uh, all right. I see some hands in all of these sections here. They need the Holy Ghost. Uh, they need to receive uh, the Spirit of God. Uh, I've been to places where you tell them, uh, let's get with it. Let's have church. Uh, let's love God with all of our might. Uh, and all of a sudden, some of the folks uh, just curl up in the sleeping bag. Uh, and they say, yeah, uh, well, we'll see. Uh, I'm preaching in a particular church. Uh, and all of a sudden, up around the altar, there wasn't much happening. Uh, and all of the sleeping bags, uh, they were all rolled out on the pews back there. Uh, they're just enjoying looking at uh, all of a sudden, the fire got to going, uh, and the glory of God got to falling. Uh, you ever watch them old buzzards uh, that sit way out uh, on the fence post uh, that when it starts happening, uh, they start getting up from the pew, uh, and they start coming up around the front, uh, and they start looking uh, and start smiling uh, and saying, yeah, oh, yeah, they're pulling up to the fire. Uh, they're saying, yeah, let, let me get a little bit of it, uh, and all of a sudden, and it starts dying down again. Uh, and back they go. Uh, amen. Uh, and oh, the fire gets to working again. Uh, and up they come again. Uh, they've got to see it. They don't want to be left out. Uh, they want to enjoy the blaze of fire. But they don't want to be a part of it. Uh, I'm going to preach to you tonight uh, a Bible story uh, that absolutely mandates uh, that we get involved uh, in the building process uh, of the fire, uh, that we are involved uh, in what's going on. Uh, the Bible told us in the 28th chapter of the book of Acts uh, that Paul, along uh, with 276 prisoners, uh, they were shipwrecked out uh, in the ocean. Uh, the Bible said they finally got to shore, and when they got to shore, it was sleeting rain uh, that was coming down upon them. Uh, I know you know what some cold weather's like up here. Uh, it was flat cold. Uh, they are soaking wet uh, from swimming out in the ocean, uh, and they're making their way to shore. Uh, and the Scripture said uh, that when they got there uh, on this island, uh, they knew that we uh, have got to kindle a fire. 
We've got to get some warmth uh, to keep us from freezing. Uh, and they began the process uh, of building themselves a fire that they might warm themselves uh, and not freeze to death uh, because of the weather that was there. Uh, can I tell you Pentecostals uh, that this world uh, is a cold, cold world. Uh, it is a place uh, of freezing cold rain. Uh, and when somebody stumbles uh, and walks in the door uh, of our churches out of the sea, uh, God expects us uh, to build a fire uh, for them uh, that they might feel uh, the warmth of the presence of God, uh, that they might experience uh, the beautiful radiant glow uh, of the fire of Pentecost uh, that is to be burning uh, in the midst uh, of God's people. <laughs> The Bible said that in the process of getting this already, the Apostle Paul, he was an old man, Brother Johnson, the best I understand it. The Apostle Paul didn't kick back and say, you know what, I've gathered my bundle of sticks in my day. Bless God, there was a day when I bucked and snorted and romped and stomped and and I really, really, really believe in Pentecostal worship. But you know, time and circumstances and all the shipwrecks and my back being beat, I just don't have much left in me. Uh, there's just not a whole lot left that I can give. Uh, I'll just kind of snuggle up to somebody else's fire. I'll tell you something, there ain't no such thing as rocking chair blessings in God's kingdom. The Apostle Paul, uh, he might have had arthritis and bursitis uh, and everything else. Uh, but the Apostle Paul said, hey, you know what? Uh, I've got every bit as much of a responsibility uh, to make the fire uh, as what all them young bucks have got. Uh, it's my responsibility. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, they began to go over uh, and gather up uh, a bundle of sticks. Uh, I don't believe the Apostle Paul uh, got two or three twigs uh, and carried them over there. Uh, my friend, if I understand that story right, uh, the Apostle Paul uh, reached down and got him a big old bundle of sticks. Uh, I can see him uh, staggering over there uh, toward, uh, and he's saying, where's it at? Uh, I'm making my contribution too. Uh, Where's the fire at? And all of a sudden, the Apostle Paul began to add his personal contribution unto the blaze that was going on. He had it in his heart that I am going to do my part. Can I tell you young people something? You better get it in your heart that, dear God, if our church is going to be a warm place that is full of fire, I've got a bunch the steps uh, that God expects uh, out of me uh, to put on the fire uh, every time I get there. Uh, I don't care if you're young. Uh, I don't care if you're old. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're in between. Uh, the Apostle Paul said, come on, uh, everybody pitches in. Uh, if you're going to warm by the fire, uh, everybody pitches in. Uh, but little did Paul know that as he began to add his contribution to that fire there, that one of the things he thought was a log ended up being a snake. 
I mean, it was just, you know, frozen and stiff, and that's what happens to snakes when they're caught out in sleet and that cold weather, and they don't make it back inside the hole. Uh, that old snake was just as stiff as he could be. Uh, and the Apostle Paul grabbed his bundle uh, and he walked over there uh, to add to uh, the fire. Uh, now you hear me tonight, young person. Uh, you don't have to worry about getting snake bit until you decide that I am going to add my contribution. Now you can sit there all service long and there ain't none of them snakes ever going to bite you. There ain't none of them going to bother you at all. Uh, but the moment that you decide uh, that I am going to make my contribution, uh, that is when you better look out. Uh, because the devil don't like uh, you uh, adding to the fire uh, anymore. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, the great Apostle Paul, uh, he began to take his bundle of sticks uh, and lower it down into the fire. Uh, and the scripture said, uh, all of a sudden, uh, that old snake started feeling the heat of that fire. Uh, and he said, ooh, yeah, 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 you ain't about to put me down on there, Paul. Uh, he tried lowering them sticks down, uh, and that old fella started getting thawed out. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, he reached out at the Apostle Paul, uh, and he latched on to him. Uh, the Bible said it was a poisonous snake, uh, and the Apostle Paul uh, was standing there uh, with that snake latched on uh, to his hand. Uh, and all uh, of them natives that were there, uh, they said, surely he's a sinner. He's a bad man. Uh, there's some type he's paying uh, for a crime or a sin that he's done. Uh, surely that wouldn't happen uh, unto a just man. Uh, and there stood the Apostle Paul uh, with that snake uh, latched on to him uh, because he was trying uh, his very best uh, to add his contribution uh, unto the fire that was there. Uh, let me tell you, friend, uh, when you as a Pentecostal conqueror make it up in your mind uh, that I am going to be a true worshiper. Uh, and I, uh, when I get the feelings uh, down inside of me uh, to dance, uh, I'm not going to hide it, uh, but I uh, am going to do it. Uh, you better look out uh, because there is a viper uh, that will lash out a hold of you uh, and say, don't you dare do that. Uh, don't you dare try that. Uh, don't you dare get involved uh, in that kind of activity. Uh, understand me tonight. Uh, I'm not preaching to our young people uh, that you ought to just force your way uh, into worship. Uh, God made us emotional. Uh, and there are some times uh, that we feel like uh, uh, doing it, uh, but we don't do it. Uh, there are some times uh, that we feel like uh, 
getting with it and we don't get with it. There are some times that the power and the glory and the presence of God starts to move all over us. And God said, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Add on your bundle of sticks. And we inhibit ourselves. And we hold back. And we don't do what God desires for us to do. Can I tell you, friend, that's exactly what I'm preaching about tonight. I want to help you to understand what old Satan is up to when he tries to stifle your worship so you know where to put him, so you know where to shake him off to, so you know what to do with him, that you as a child of God can add your contribution unto the blaze of the glory of God. Young people are inhibited by pride and that stinking viper of pride. Yeah, he's quite a rascal. You ever seen him before? All of a sudden you start feeling the Holy Ghost. You ever felt this? You start feeling the Holy Ghost and the presence of God coming all over you. And all of a sudden you just feel like bellowing out like an old cow. Hallelujah! I mean, nobody's telling you to do it. Uh, you just feel like doing it. Uh, I mean, uh, you folks do get the urge every now and then, don't you? Amen. Come on. Uh, you, you do get it. This isn't Ezekiel's boneyard around here. you got some life, and you feel the urge uh, sometimes. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, you just wear back. Well, bless God, I feel it. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Uh, and just before you scream it out, old pride curls up beside you and said, You darling little feminine lady. If you scream that out, you're going to sound like an old foghorn. There ain't no telling them that. Thank you, the little mistress that you put on the baby. I would suggest you tone it down just a little bit. It comes out. Jesus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That old viper, uh, he curls up there uh, and he said, uh-uh, don't you dare do that. Uh, you ever get the urge in the middle of a service uh, to all of a sudden you start feeling the joy of the Lord uh, and you just feel like leaping? Uh, uh, let me see your hand. Those of you that have ever felt it and you'll be honest with the preacher and admit, sometimes I felt it, but I didn't do it. Yeah, God bless honest folks around here. Amen. You just get the urge and God's moving on you. And you get the feeling like getting airborne. Oh, hallelujah. And you just get to thinking, uh, you know, the fire's are building around here. Uh, and I've got a bundle of sticks. Uh, what am I doing uh, just rubbing them together? Uh, why don't I add uh, my contribution uh, unto the fire? Uh, and you start feeling like uh, I'm going to leap up there and bite a hunk out of them rafters. Uh, I just feel like leaping. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, that old stinking viper of pride, uh, he said, don't you dare. 
dare do that. Don't you dare leap up like that. Why, you hadn't done anything that strenuous in so long. There's no telling what's liable to happen. And instead of leaping off the ground, you kind of get up like that. Oh, God, that felt pretty good. I didn't look like a stooge. I didn't look crazy. Nobody thought I was nuts. I kept my balance. Everything was fine. And that stinking pride will stop you as young people from knowing the joy of being a true worshiper. From knowing the joy that when the Almighty God gives you the urge, there's something inside of you that said, I just can't conceal it. I'm sorry. I just can't hide it. I just can't keep it back. I've got to do what God desires out of me in worship, in praise, and in thanksgiving. Oh, hallelujah! 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 Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you may be seated. There's some of the rest of folks uh, that are going to about get snake bit before the night's over. Uh, they'll get up some courage uh, and think, finally, I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm going to do it. Uh, I went one time. Uh, I snuck off backslidden from God. Uh, I snuck off to go uh, to a college football game. Uh, I didn't even know I'd never been before in all my life. Uh, and I thought I was going to sneak in with a friend of mine and we went to watch the University of Pacific play a football game. We didn't know you're supposed to sit on a certain side with the home team. We'd never been. <laughs> we got there. All of a sudden, the first play of the game, uh, the guy on the team, uh, the, the star, Willard Harrell was his name, uh, he intercepted a pass uh, and he started zigzagging and juking and jiving all the way down the field. Uh, and me and Dennis, uh, we jumped up. Uh, we started screaming, uh, knocking over popcorn uh, and people's pops uh, everywhere, uh, just uh, screaming to have a time. Uh, and everybody around us was looking and growling uh, and snarling uh, and wondering what's wrong with these idiots. Uh, are they colorblind? Uh, don't they know what side they're on? Uh, and we were just getting with it, uh, with everything we had. Uh, but we'd go to church. And when we got the urge uh, to act the same way uh, in the house of God, uh, that old stinking viper of pride uh, would say, don't you dare act like that. Don't you dare uh, carry on uh, like that. I'm telling you, friend, uh, he does everything in his power to keep us uh, from becoming genuine, true worshipers uh, that glorify God. I can remember, uh, and I've learned these lessons the hard way. I grew up in Pentecostal church services, priding myself that I just wasn't the emotional kind. Act like an idiot at ball games, but I just, even after I was a preacher, Brother Olson, I evangelized for two years without ever one time dancing, shouting, running, doing anything. Them poor people that had me come preach. Amen. I don't believe a guy's much of a preacher if he can go two years and never add a bundle of sticks to a fire, not even one time. 
Amen. And I remember one night I thought, oh God, I'm so sick and tired of being inhibited. I just feel like running tonight. I thought, God, I've seen a lot of people do it, and I just feel like running tonight. So I'm going to run. We got up, started singing a little chorus, and I got the urge. I mean, I just got it. I just felt like running. I don't feel it every service, neither do you, but I just got the urge. I wanted to run around the church. And all of a sudden, uh, I thought they can sing this chorus by themselves. Uh, I'm just going to walk over here. Uh, amen. Uh, to these steps going down from the platform. Uh, and I'm just going to, just as nice as you please, uh, take off a running around the church. Uh, and the moment I got to the edge of the platform, uh, that old stinking viper of pride uh, curled up and looked at me uh, and said, Good buddy, uh, I dare you to try it. Just go ahead and do it. About the time you round that last pew. Remember brother so-and-so that ripped his britches wide open when he tried that? Said just go ahead and play show and tell if you want. I dare you uh, to try to run. Uh, I said, no, I, I don't think I'll run that way. Uh, I don't think I will. Uh, we got to singing and shouting and worshiping. I thought, man, I, I just feel it. Uh, I, I never felt it. Uh, I had, uh, but I'd never been willing uh, to be a true worshiper. Uh, and I said, uh, I'm, I'm going to go off this side. Uh, but there was one of them vipers looking the eyeball to eyeball uh, on this side. Uh, I thought, oh, God, uh, my pride is so bad. Uh, it's so stinking crusty. Uh, and I thought, God, I'm going to run. Uh, I'm going to run, bless God. I'm going to run. I got the courage. And I started to step off the platform. And all of a sudden, the devil reminded me of a scene I had just seen a couple of months earlier. Where one dear brother felt the Spirit. And he started going this way. And one dear sister, about three times his size, felt the Spirit. And she started going that way. And I thought, oh God, I do remember that scene. Oh God. And all of a sudden, I lie not tonight. When they got to the back of the auditorium, one of them's air traffic controller messed up. Amen. Because the radar wasn't working. And you could hear the curse splat all the way on the platform. And she laid him out there on the floor. And I thought, Oh, God, no, 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 not me, not me. And then they turned around with stars in their eyes, and they started running again. And the whole church thought, God, no, not a double take. And right up at the front of the church, they had a collision again. Oh, my friend, uh, that old fella laid there, uh, whether in or out of the Spirit, I can't say, uh, 
But brother, I mean, he was out. He was out for a good five minutes. And he drug himself up. And he finally got to the pew. And he sat there looking cockeyed. The rest of the service. I thought, I'm devil. Oh, no, not me. Not me. I thought, I'm not about to do that. But then the Spirit got to working harder. And I said, you know what, devil? I'm so sick and tired of you keeping me through pride from doing what God wants me to do. I'm so sick of it. I've lived 20 years in Pentecost and have never known the liberty of being able to worship and magnify my God. I'm inhibited before the Master. Hallelujah. I told that old viper, I said, get on out of the way. I'm going anyhow. I'm going to worship my God. I'm going to add to the fire. I'm going to add to the blaze and the glory of God. Amen. 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 It's time we add our bundle of sticks onto a Pentecostal fire and shake the devil off into that fire and enjoy liberty and freedom to magnify our God. Go ahead, brother. It's all right. Put him in the fire. 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 Hallelujah! That's all right. Be a true worshiper. Don't hide it. Don't conceal it. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Hallelujah! 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 Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I'm feeling the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's warming up around here. It's warming up around here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody's got some more bundles of sticks that they want to put on the fire. That's my contribution to the blaze of God. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. You may be seated for a little while. There's some of you young ladies. Amen. That is the Holy Ghost is moving. Amen. All of a sudden, you start to feel the urge to get out in the aisle and dance. Don't tell me you don't. Because I'll tell you you're a liar. There are times you feel the urge. Amen. There's times, it don't matter what stories you make up, that bless God, your feet start getting as light as feathers. And you just feel the urge to get out in the aisle and get with it with all of your might. But as you decide that you're going to finally do it, you decide, here I go, here I go, here I go. 
Getting out in the aisle. Here it goes. Here it goes. All of a sudden, that old viper curls up beside you and says, Honey, child, you ain't never been to a disco. You ain't never even square danced. Say, if you get out there, you probably look like an elephant trying to tap dance. <laughs> and there oh, ain't no telling in them high heel shoes uh, which way you're liable to go uh, when you start making them first few steps uh, of getting out there uh, and doing something about it. Uh, that old devil, he'll try with everything within his heart uh, to get you uh, to hold back uh, on adding your bundle uh, of sticks. Uh, can I tell you, it don't matter how much of the glory of God uh, that we experience in this place tonight. Uh, you're going to leave here saying, oh, didn't we have church? Uh, and God's going to say, you yellow-bellied hypocrite, you, uh, you kept your bundle of sticks uh, underneath your pew uh, and you didn't do a cotton picking thing. Uh, you don't deserve uh, a bit of credit uh, for the blaze uh, of the glory of God. Uh, God wants everybody uh, in this building uh, to get out uh, their bundle of sticks uh, and say, I uh, am going to add uh, to the blaze of worship uh, of glorifying God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 You may be seated. Those of you that are needing the Holy Ghost tonight, uh, let me tell you something. You're going to have to shed every last bit of your pride uh, in order to get the Holy Ghost. Amen. You're going to have to decide that stinking viper is going back in the fire. Uh, I am not about uh, to let him stop me uh, from worshiping God. Uh, I got to praying uh, with this guy one time that needed the Holy Ghost. He was dear, brother, prim, and proper. I mean to tell you, if you could recycle hairspray, he'd have put Miss Breck out of business. He had every hair in place. Oh, yeah. We got some real dudes among us nowadays. They're worse than the girls. Amen. Amen. With the moose and the mouse and all of that stuff. Uh, they got to have it just, just, just right. Uh, everything's got to be fine. Uh, and he, this is one of them jokers, you know. And he'd come up to the altar and he'd kneel down and he'd start to pray. He'd just so piously, Oh God, oh God, I want the Holy Ghost. I need the Holy Ghost, God. I thought, yuck. But God, if you'll give me permission, uh, amen, uh, I'll just upset his little apple cart. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, hallelujah, I'd love to get my fingers in that steel wool and just mess it up. Uh, hallelujah. 
I just love to see that pride slap dab knocked out of him uh, so he could worship God. Uh, I, I got the temptation to do it. Uh, I just never got the unction. Uh, I'd pray with him. I'd shake him, shake his shoulders. Uh, I'd say, come on, worship God. He looked back at me. And when I'd got all done, he'd, oh, Jesus, I need the Holy Ghost. I got discouraged. I quit praying with him. And all of a sudden, I saw a dear old sister in the church. Started down the middle aisle, just a-dancing to beat the band. And this, this dear old sister, she was flat getting with it. She just... And she is coming backwards down the aisle this way. And I thought, oh, God, it's too good to be true. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. She's coming, Lord. Don't let, let up now. Uh, don't let up now. Uh, I prayed with him many nights to get the Holy Ghost. Uh, and if a divine collision uh, could knock a little pride out of him, uh, it'd be fine with me, God. Uh, and she just kept on coming. Uh, and I thought, oh, hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The radar's on God. Uh, and she... She just kept on coming uh, backwards. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, she got right there uh, in back of him. He couldn't see it. Uh, he could just hear the commotion. Uh, and you could see the tenseness in him. Uh, he was getting all upset. Uh, and that dear old sister, uh, she didn't even know it. Uh, amen. Uh, but her old hands started going behind her. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, she just backed right up to him. Uh, and all of a sudden, one hand went like that. Uh, all of a sudden, another hand went like that. Then another hand went like that. Then another hand went like that. And that guy about came apart. He looked at her. He started to scream. I said, it's all right. Just get your mind on God, son, and you'll get the Holy Ghost. And he, he looked, and she hit him again, and got him again. And finally, he turned around with a desperate look on his face, and he raised his hand. He said, God! God, give me the Holy Ghost. God, give me the Holy Ghost. And he starts speaking with tongues as the power of God came down upon him. Oh, we got to get some pride. And that stinking viper knocked off of our young people that they're not ashamed to shout their hairdo down. They're not ashamed to magnify and praise God with everything within them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm feeling it. You got a bundle of sticks you'd like to put in the fire? You got a bundle you'd like to put in the fire? Come on, stand to your feet. Get that bundle out and say, God, I'm going to add to the fire of Pentecostal worship and blaze and glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen! Amen! Keep standing. Somebody's going to get out of the sleeping bag. Going to decide 
I am going to add to the fire tonight. I'm going to get rid of all of my pride and be a true worshiper that glorifies God. Amen. Amen. Sister Davies, come to the organ. Keep standing, please. Amen. Hallelujah. Brother Parker, I want you to come back to one of these microphones. In just a minute, we're going to sing that one you sang a little earlier. Devil don't want no worship. Going on here. Oh, hallelujah. When I was a boy, there was a man in my daddy's church. His name was Richard Malarkey, if you can believe that is a name. But Richard Malarkey had an odd peculiarity about him. And when I was just a boy, I never could understand it. Every time the Holy Ghost would get to moving, before Richard would ever get up out of his pew, all of a sudden his left hand start going like that. Then in a little bit, his right hand starts keeping time with the left hand. Pretty soon, his right leg starts giving it back. Pretty soon, his left leg is giving it back. And before the helicopter ever lifted off the pad, he had all four of the rotors going. You know... I never understood what he was really doing until I got to reading this scripture. I found out he'd just shaken off them vipers back into the fire. Saying, devil, I'm sorry, devil, but you're not going to stop me from worshiping. You're not going to stop me. I dare some of you to shake your leg to move your arm, to shake it. I dare you to put that viper back in the fire and the blaze of God. Oh, sing it, brother. Sing it. That's it. That's it. I'm going to dance. I'm going to shout. I'm going to leap. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to magnify. I'm going to worship my God. Hallelujah. 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 I want every one of you young people, every last one of you, that are going to add your bundle of sticks. I'm telling you, forget about mamas. Forget about that stinking deadhead sitting beside you. Forget about everybody else in this field. Now I want you to reach out and get your bundle of sticks. You just watch me, devil. Viper and all, I'm going to add to the fire tonight. I'm going to add to the fire. I'll shake you off, devil. I'll shake you off. I'll shake you off. I'm going to be a true worshiper. Come on. Come on. As we sing. Come on. Come on. Take that devil off. Take him off. 
Shake him off. Shake him off. Shake him off. Shake him off. That's it. That's it. He don't like it. He don't like it. But that's all right. That's right. Come on. Come on. You've got a bundle of sticks. You've got a bundle of sticks. Come on. Come on. Get up around this altar. Shake that devil off. Shake him off. Shake him off, son. Shake him off. I'm gonna be a true worshiper. I'm gonna be a true worshiper. I'm gonna do it without getting the urge from God. That's it. That's it. Take that devil off. I'm gonna dance. I'm gonna rejoice. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna shout. I'm gonna be Pentecostal. Oh, what about you mamas and daddies? You got any bundles of sticks? You'd like to come up and bring around this altar? What about it? Come on. Come on, mamas. Come on, daddies. We need your bundle. We need your bundle. We need it. Come on. They need liberty. They need the Holy Ghost. They need freedom. Oh, Knock off that pride. Knock off that pride. Take off that pride. Take off that pride. I'm going to be a true worshiper. I'm going to be liberated. Yes. 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 Take that devil off. Take him off. Take him off. Take him off. Yes. Yes. God, my bundle. My bundle. My bundle of sticks. Yes. Yes. I'm going to worship you, God. Worship you, God. I'm going to be a fire builder. 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 Oh, yes, I am. Yes, yes,
Yeah.